I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the Love Life Connection podcast. So I don't know if I say this enough, but I just want to make sure that you know how grateful I am that you tune into my show. Whether this is your first episode listening or you've been with me since day one or something in between, I am so, so grateful that you're here. I know there are a bazillion podcasts to listen to and there's a bazillion communities to be a part of. And the fact that you are here and a part of my community means the world to me. And I am so, so grateful to have you here. And I am doing this for you. I am not just talking into a mic to hear myself speak, but I really feel so passionate about helping women to find love and find their life partner by empowering yourself and growing rather than trying to figure out what you need to do better or different in order to please a guy. So again, so thankful that you're here. And if you've been listening to the show for a while or just a little bit, but if it's been helpful for you, I would be so grateful if you took just a moment to leave me a rating or review in iTunes. It takes just a second and it really helps me to grow this community and get this podcast in front of more women just like yourself so that you have a wider community to reach out to and get support from and meet each other and all that kind of fun stuff so that you know or you don't have to believe that you have to do this alone, but you can do this with other women who get you and support you and want to support you and you can support them as well. So to leave a rating or review, all you have to do is just go to the main page of um, my podcast, The Love Life Connection on iTunes. It's all on your phone and just scroll all the way down to the very bottom. And this is, you know, where it lists some of like the 
best episodes and recent episodes, just scroll all the way to the bottom. And then you'll see a little spot for reviews and ratings. And you can just click the stars, leave a quick rating. Or if you have another 30 seconds, leave a review, I would be so, so grateful. All right, so for today's episode, it's a little bit different than normal. Um, Every, I don't know, six months or so, I like to do an episode where I just pull back the curtains so you can see what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, what my favorite apps, what I'm eating and drinking, what I'm watching, and just get a little bit of a um, peek behind the scenes. I think I did the first one last summer or so, and I got a lot of really great feedback, so I just wanted to do that again, just so to give you some ideas, some recommendations, if you're looking for books to read or um, an app to help you do something or something to listen to another podcast listen to other than this one. Um, So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. So right now what I'm reading, I don't know about you all, but consistently reading has been a huge, huge struggle for me. And I know Audible is all the rage now and everyone is listening to audiobooks. And I've been hesitant to do that because I listen to so many podcasts that I can't imagine just listening to more stuff. It just feels to me like that would be overwhelming. Like I already have to sometimes force myself to not bring my phone on the walks when I'm walking my dog or cooking dinner just so I can have some goddamn peace and quiet. Am I right? So I'm really hesitant to start Audible. But at the same time, it's also sometimes hard to find the time to read. And I say that knowing, you know, I'm a coach, so I'm going to like catch myself as I say that it's hard to but it doesn't have to be hard. I make it hard. I don't necessarily prioritize it or make the time. I love the idea of reading more. However, sometimes when I sit down to read, I'm just so exhausted that I can't get through a couple of pages before I just want to go to sleep or take a nap or whatever it is. And so then I feel like I stay on the same book for months, and then I get bored with it. So that's kind of where I am with reading. And it's been it's been um, it's been definitely more hard or harder over the past couple of months with Stevie's back injury, just because I feel like I'm doing so much more stuff that by the time I actually get to sit down, I kind of just want to like, zone out a little bit watching some of my favorite shows, which I'll share with you in a little bit what I'm what I'm watching these days. Um, but that being said, I do try to read still at least a couple times a week. And so some books that I am reading are I am reading Outlander. So I'm on book two. I like it, but I don't love it as much as book one, although the first half of book one was incredibly boring. And then the second half of book one was amazing. And book two just seems to be more on the boring side, but I'm getting towards the end. So I'm hoping that it'll pick back up. It's funny because even though like, it's kind of boring sometimes. I still love it. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear what other people's experience with Outlander is and if you love it and what your favorite book is. I've watched half of the first season on Stars or whatever the network that it's on. So I'd love to hear if that's really good. Maybe I should watch that first and then read the books. Usually I like to do the other way around, but sometimes with a book that's this dense, maybe it'd be better to watch the show. So I'd love to hear your feedback. Let me know. Just leave a comment on the show notes here or over on Instagram. I'm at Veronica E. Grant. Um, I'm also, it's actually been on my nightstand. I have not started reading it yet, but I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure it'll be a quick read for me. I'm reading, I'm going to read a book called You're Going to Survive by Alexandra Franzen. She's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite online um, 
I don't know if personalities is the right word. She's, she helps, uh, she's a copywriter, ghostwriter, but she also teaches writing and she's just amazing. Her, her ability to inspire and to write and just, it's just amazing. And whether or not you own a business, I highly recommend checking out her work because it's just super inspiring. And even if you just want to be able to write emails better or communicate what you want better or deepen friendships better through, through your words, I highly recommend checking out her work. You can just go to alexanderfranzen.com and I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Um, and then another book I'm reading, and this is like the perfect example of just reading a few pages and then being tired and going to sleep. But I'm reading um, a book called Lunar Abundance, which I am really loving. I've been talking a lot about the moon and um, living by the moon. And I did a podcast episode about this a few weeks ago. I'll make sure to link that up if you want to try dating by the moon. Highly recommend that. And uh, so Lunar Abundance is just a really great book to read if you're really new to working with the moon, or maybe you've been working with the moon for a while, but just want another perspective or just like a really awesome outline or plan of how you can work with the moon, not just during the full moon and the new moon, but throughout the full lunar cycle. Highly recommend that book. Totally am loving that. Wish I was getting through it a little bit quicker, but when I start my reading at 10 o'clock at night, unfortunately, sometimes I can't read more than a few pages before I just want to go to sleep. Okay, so for podcasts, what I am listening to, I've got three podcasts that I'm going to recommend that I really, really love. So one podcast I'm listening to is called Making Obama. Now this is from WBEZ Chicago, and their first series was Making Oprah, which was amazing. Um, Making Obama is really good as well. I worked on the Obama campaign in 2012. I just um, really, really admire Obama, not even just, you know, because of political opinions and all that kind of stuff, but just as a leader and his life story and what he was able to accomplish and his just intellect. I mean, I just think he's an amazing, amazing human. And just hearing the behind the scenes of how he rose to the point of to where he could even be a viable candidate potentially for president is just incredible. So I highly recommend listening to that. Um, In my opinion, I don't think that Making Obama was produced as well as Making Oprah. Making Oprah was incredible as well. Obviously, I love Oprah. Got a fangirl over here. Um, But I mean, I just loved Making Obama because I love Obama. And it's still very well done. But I feel like the Making Oprah just really nailed it. And with Making Obama, it was really good. But I feel like they could have done some things differently. Um, But still, either way, highly recommend checking out both of those series. Um, You're going to laugh when I tell you my next podcast that I'm listening to. I am listening to a podcast called When Meghan Met Harry. And yes, it is talking about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So I don't know if I've talked a lot about on the podcast. Now, everyone knows that I love white wine, especially Chardonnay, and I love sushi everything. I post about that a lot on Instagram. But I also am such a royal fangirl. I love talking about the royals and learning about the royals. I watch things like The Crown, but then I'll also watch actual documentaries about the royal family. I just love all things royal family and... This podcast is, they're, they're 
obviously huge fans of Meghan and Harry, as you would expect. I'm more of a Kate fangirl. I'm just really into like the tradition of how she's going to be like the next queen or whatever, not the next, but the one after the next. And, um, and they're more into like, we just love Meghan because of, you know, her career and all that kind of stuff. And she's great. But, and so I, I'm more of a Wills and Kate fan. However, I do love this podcast because it's just following the making of their wedding. And it's just a really fun show. It's total, total guilty pleasure. Sometimes I'm like, uh, I'm a little embarrassed that I'm listening to this. But let's be honest, I'm a huge um, royal family fangirl. So I'm going to listen and enjoy it. And the next podcast that I'm listening to is Invisibilia. I love this podcast. It's an NPR podcast. So it's obviously very well produced. It's so fascinating. The stories are amazing. And the concept of the show, if you haven't listened to it, is basically just explaining the invisible forces that affect human behavior. And as a life coach, this is so fascinating for me to listen to because I think that for me and what really helps me be a better coach is not necessarily just like reading a bunch of self-help and seeing what a bunch of other coaches or self-help gurus are doing, but really understand human behavior. Because at the end of the day, that's why, you know, you might want to be coached or why you want to work with a coach. You don't want to work with a coach just because it sounds good to chant some mantras and take hot baths and I don't know, light some sage or whatever. But it's all about human behavior and shifting your behavior. So that shifts other people's behavior so that you can feel happier and more fulfilled and loved and all that kind of stuff. And so just understanding human behavior and what makes us tick or what makes us not tick is just so, so fascinating. And I absolutely love it. Obviously, most of you aren't life coaches listening, but um, it's still just really interesting just to learn about relationships. And um, one thing that I always tell my clients is human behavior is 100% predictable. And so when you're in a situation where maybe a guy you thought was it was going really well, and then the guy just turned cold turkey all of a sudden and just got cold feet, and you're totally confused and felt like you were blindsided. I argue that most of that behavior was completely predictable if you're able to look at it from kind of the bird's eye perspective. And so I feel like invisibilia just tells these stories and then you can begin to see these types of stories happen in your own life or kind of see examples or like, oh, that makes sense because of this situation or whatever, so that you can begin to look at your life a little bit more in a bird's eye perspective and understand that human behavior is entirely, entirely predictable, in my opinion, at least. Um, So that's what I'm listening to. And you might have noticed that, I mean, I guess you're going to survive in lunar abundance are kind of self-helpy. But I don't really listen to or read a lot of self-help books. Now, I've talked about this a lot, especially if you're a client. We've definitely talked about this probably ad nauseum. But I think many, many women are over self-helped and they consume so many podcasts or books or blogs about doing this differently or doing that differently or being more like this or changing this or doing that. And look, obviously, I'm in the self-help industry. I think there's a lot of value in really learning to um, grow and to look at things differently, look at your life differently, your patterns, your blocks, your beliefs, all that kind of good stuff. Obviously, I love that. And I think it's super, super important, especially if you want to live a mindful, conscious life. However, I think that we sometimes get a little bit too much into it. And sometimes it can feel like, oh my God, I have this laundry list of things to do. And now I feel like I'm so broken. And so now I feel worse than I did before. And so it just kind of turns into this like not so healthy cycle and reinforces this belief of, 
your I'm not good enough, which is what got you into self-help in the first place. So I'm pretty limited on the self-help that I do listen to. Um, because I don't want to inundate myself. And even as a life coach, I can feel completely overwhelmed and made to feel kind of bad if I'm not doing this or if I, you know, still listen to silly podcasts like when Harry or when Megan met Harry, like, does that make me not conscious or enlightened or whatever? And sometimes I feel like self-help has made me feel like that if I have some guilty pleasures. Um, And I kind of just want to live my life a little bit. And if that means that I can have a really amazing relationship with myself and my husband and create a really amazing friend group in Denver and listen to something totally silly, like when Megan met Harry, then that's what I'm going to freaking do. And I encourage you to do that as well as you're making your podcast choices and your reading choices and all of that kind of good stuff. Okay, so getting off my soapbox and moving on, I want to talk to you about my favorite apps. Now, I think that it's safe to say that most of us are pretty addicted to our phone. And I've used an app, a couple apps to help me, you know, be less addicted and, and it's worked and I do try to be more mindful about when I'm just scrolling or when I'm just, you know, just looking for something to entertain me or to get a dopamine hit or whatever. Um, But I also figure, okay, if I'm going to be on my phone a lot of the day, then I might as well use it to hold me accountable and to help me practice my own self-care. So I want to share with you four, well, actually, I'll just share with you three apps, but then a fourth one, which is kind of not really a self-care app, but I'll just share with with you anyways, of how I hold myself accountable. So this is kind of crazy, but one of my favorite apps to use is called Google Keep. Um, and it's pretty much a post-it notes app. So you don't have to use necessarily Google Keep um, or any kind of notes app. I think even iPhone comes with the notes app. I personally like Google Keep because you can just organize your post-its in different ways and you can share it and all that kind of stuff. And then you can also link it to your Google suite. So if you use Gmail and calendar and all that kind of stuff, then it, you know, obviously it syncs, so it's awesome. And I use Google Keep for so many things. So one thing that I do is like if I'm on a run or I'm a walk, I often get my best ideas for a podcast or an offering or something that I want to tell a client or just something like that. And so I have an ideas um, note. And so I just open that up and I drop it down and then boom, I'm done. And then I can just go about my merry way and not have to worry about forgetting it because I've definitely made that mistake of like, oh, this is such a good idea. There's no way I'm going to forget it. And then of course, I always do. So I just like to write those kinds of ideas into Google Keep. Another way that I use Google Keep, and if you're a client, then you've probably have heard me talk about this, or at least talk about forgiveness is I use it for forgiveness. So forgiveness is one of the best ways to cut ties from people who are or have taken your power away from you. So I'm not going to get super into forgiveness right now. Maybe I'll do another podcast episode about that. But forgiveness is one of the most powerful things that you can do to stop your patterns, limiting beliefs, and all of that kind of stuff. And I think that there's, 
a kind of forgiveness where you sit down and actually go through a whole process. And that's something that I teach inside the Love Action Tribe and something that I teach to my clients and Love Incubator. Um, but one thing that I also like to do is I like to keep an ongoing forgiveness list. So when someone triggers me, even if it's my husband or a friend or someone who I'm not like actually upset with, but they trigger an old wound and making me feel like I'm not good enough or something like that. And they don't even mean to, it's just, it's my own stuff, right? I'll just put their name on the list. And then, I don't know, two, three times a week or so, I'll go through the list and just kind of mentally go through like, okay, I'm, I forgive you. I'm sorry. I thank you. I love you. And then just go through that list. And if I feel triggered by that situation or the action, then I'll keep them on the list. And then if I feel completely nothing, if I feel totally neutral, then I'll go ahead and delete them from the list. And, um, and then we'll just, and then I'll just keep going. So in that way, the list doesn't get too long, but it's just like this ongoing list to make sure that I'm keeping my, mental and emotional body super, super clear so that I'm not holding grudges that I didn't know about or still like acting with like, like with walls around built up around me so that I am really acting for my own power and not by, you know, someone else or what I think someone else wants or doesn't want or that kind of good stuff. Um, and then another way that I use Google Keep is actually to manifest. So one of the best ways to manifest, I mean, there's there's a few different steps that I'm actually teaching right now at the Love Action Tribe. Um, but one of the steps is to to practice gratitude and to really be receiving everything that the universe is giving to you. Even if it's not exactly what you want, or it's not in the timing or the form that you that you thought you wanted, still to be really grateful and acknowledge the things the universe is giving to you, because that helps just to keep that vacuum open so that you're not creating like this bottleneck effect. So when something awesome happens, if it's like I get a great parking spot, or someone sends me a really nice email, or... Um, I don't know, like, it's just something else. It can just be really, really small. Like I make a smoothie and it just like works perfectly. Like there's no chunks in it. Like I'll just, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, Then I will just write those little things down onto my Google Keep sheet, which I call Yes More Thank You Please. Um, Because it just, again, it helps me to keep my spirits up, even if like big picture things that I'm trying to call into my life aren't necessarily manifesting yet, or they're taking longer than I wanted them to, or it's not the form that I thought I was going to get it in, then I just make sure I really open up this list at least a couple times a day and add a couple things in that I can be really excited about and thankful for, because that just keeps the channel of receiving more and more open. And I think it's super important for that for, um, uh, for manifesting. Um, another app that I am using, so that's Google Keep. Another app that I'm using is Aptive. Um, Aptive is an amazing audio app that leads you through different kinds of running exercises, walking exercises, strength, treadmill, stair climber, um, I think there's like a cycle one too. I mostly use it for the strength and the running. And actually I ran a half marathon last year and they have a half marathon training program on the app. And that's how I trained for my half marathon. So it's all audio. So you just download whatever workout you want to do and you can either stream it while you're running or you can download it onto your phone in case you don't want to be using all that data. And it's, it's really made me a better runner because 
before I would just go run for 30 minutes and like, blah. and it just kind of got running boring. I felt like I was plateauing, but with active, I was doing all these different kinds of workouts. And sometimes the running workouts would also include strength or different kinds of running, like tempo running or pace or sprinting or whatever. So I really felt like I was becoming a stronger and better runner. And it makes running and working out just more exciting because now I have like, like an actual workout to do. And you can choose like if you want it to be beginner or advanced, if you want to go on a 10 minute run, an hour run, I really love it. So I use it mostly for the running and the treadmill. Um, But if you want to use it for other cardio equipment, you can certainly do that. And I do sometimes do the strength training workouts as as well. And I think it's like $80 a year. Maybe it's not even that much, might even 40, 50. I don't remember. But it's worth every penny. I absolutely, absolutely love it and can't recommend it enough. Um, another app that I'm using is called Duolingo. So this year I decided I wanted to learn something that had nothing to do with business and I wasn't going to use it for business or anything like that. So I decided I'm going to learn some Spanish. And so I've been using Duolingo, which has been super fun and they kind of gamify learning a language. So it makes you want to go back to it every single day. I don't always necessarily do that, but it's been really fun and I highly recommend it. I don't know that it It'll make me like even conversational, but I certainly think that I'm learning a lot of vocabulary and just the basic structure of Spanish. And so that when my husband and I do go, we're going on our honeymoon finally in November um, to Peru, then I think I'll be able to pick up the language a lot quicker just because I have some vocabulary. And then once I hear people using it, I'm pretty good with languages. So I'm just, I'm excited. And it's something totally personal and fun. I don't think I'm ever going to start coaching people in Spanish or have a Spanish podcast or anything like that. It's just something fun for me to do where I feel like I'm learning something, growing, but it has nothing to do with business. So I have no attachment to um you know, I have no attachment to making it like make me money or like do anything like that. So really glad that I'm I'm doing that. Um, and then another app that I started using that I really love, and I don't know if this is self-care or not, but it really does help me to keep in touch with people is Voxer. And I've recently started using it with a lot of my especially online business friends, because we always just want to be communicating about what's going on in our business or like how our days are going. Because remember, a lot of us are working from home by ourselves, which can, can get super, super lonely. And so I have at any one time, anywhere between like two to five Voxer conversations going on in Voxer is just a walkie talkie app. So you're just basically walkie talking back to each other, sending each other audio messages that you can then listen to after they leave the message. And then it's just you're just having a conversation back and forth. And I really love it because loneliness was something that was really, really hard for me, especially after we moved to Denver, and I didn't really know anyone. And I was working from home. Um, It can definitely be very isolating, even as an introvert, we definitely need some interaction with other people. And so that's just helped me to stay in touch with others. And I think it's something that I'm going to start using with my clients with my private clients, just so we can communicate easier. Um, between our sessions, but that's something that I'm still working out. Um, And then finally, this is kind of the fun app. I just got to mention Instagram. I love Instagram. It's so fun. I'm on Instagram a lot more than Facebook. If you don't follow me on Instagram, then please come do. I'd love to say hello and to meet you. Um, I'm at Veronica E. Grant. And there I'm just posting a bunch of daily inspiration on love and life and self-care and all that kind of good stuff. Um, 
And it's really fun to get to know many of you all there because a lot of you all send me messages. And yes, I do respond to messages. So if you want to send me something, a question, comment, share something that you heard from the podcast, whatever it is, please, please reach out to me, write a comment on any of my photos or send me a direct message so that I can say hello and get back to you. So those are the apps that I am using. Um, What I am eating and drinking, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my matcha latte. So I've recently really have gotten into matcha matcha lattes. I totally, totally love them. They're so good. And I quit coffee about a year and a half ago. And matcha does have caffeine. Um, but I'm not addicted to it. Like I can have matcha every day for two weeks and then not have matcha for, you know, a day or even a few days or a week or whatever. And I'm I'm not going to get a headache. I won't feel groggy or anything like that. So I really like that. I'm, I'm not like anti-caffeine, but I was just so, so addicted to coffee. I really wanted to cut that, um, because I just didn't really want to be that addicted to anything in my life. Um, So my matcha drink is as follows. I do a teaspoon of matcha. I do a half a teaspoon of maca, which is M-A-C-A, which is a powder um, that comes from, I believe, South America. And it's believed just to give you energy, but there's no caffeine. So it's all natural. A lot of antioxidants and I'm sure some other health benefits that I'm not qualified to tell you what they are. Um, But I really like it. it also adds like a little bit of a honeycomb flavor. And then I put a like a one of those green superfood powders, maybe like not too much because then like my matcha ends up just tasting like seaweed. So maybe like half a teaspoon or a teaspoon. I'm not sure. I just use a tablespoon that came with um, with the the container that I bought, but it's it's not that much. Matcha is definitely the leader of the show in this drink. And then I put just a little bit of hot water. And then I whisk it so that the matcha gets nice and um, dissolved. If you just use a fork, sometimes it doesn't really work. So ideally, you have the wood whisker that, um, that you can buy from Amazon or wherever, like any type of like specialty shop where they sell like Asian um, foods or matcha, things like that. Um, then I recommend that or I just use a metal whisker act, um, and that tends to, or a metal whisk. I don't know why I'm saying whisker. Uh, it whisks, but um, a metal whisk. And that seems to work just fine to get the matcha to dissolve because sometimes it can be hard. So I just dissolve all of those powders with about a tablespoon of warm water. And then I heat almond milk on the stove. Um, and then I let that get nice and warm. I don't let it get super hot, but just warm. And then a little bit of maple syrup, mix all that together. And it's amazing. Now, if I'm have a few extra minutes or it's like a Saturday or Sunday, then I will actually put, once I heat it up, I will put the almond milk into a coffee press. And then if you pump the coffee press up and down, it actually foams the milk up. And so then I can have like a real foamy matcha latte and that's super yummy and fun to drink. Um, I'm also drinking my chocolate protein smoothie a lot. It's my go-to um, after a workout or if like I don't really want a meal. Sometimes green smoothies don't really fill me up. They just kind of go right through me. I mean, I drink them for the nutrients, but in terms of like the fullness factor, I don't really get it. But this chocolate protein smoothie really does seem to do the trick. And that's just a blend of almond milk, almond butter. Yes, I might turn into an almond one of these days. Um, I use cacao powder um, rather than cocoa powder. So cacao powder is raw cocoa. 
And I think there's more health benefits, antioxidant benefits, all that kind of good stuff with the cacao powder. So I use that. And then I also add some dates for sweetness, bananas for sweetness, and just for some added nutrients. And then I put two tablespoons each of flax seeds, chia seeds, and hemp seeds. And that really adds that protein boost so that it really feels filling. And so again, I'll have this when I just really, I don't want to have a full meal, but I just need something to hold me over. Or when... Um, or after, after I work out, especially a really hard run. And then finally, what I'm eating is Stevie's popcorn. Now I'm not allowed to share the recipe because Stevie might create a business around it one day because this popcorn is so freaking good. So if you like like a savory, like popcorn with lots of different spices, I'll give you some of the spices that he uses, but he puts like oregano and he puts paprika and um, olive oil and nutritional yeast. I'm not going to give everything. So I have to, you know, hold my promise. But if you ever come over to my house or whenever I host an in-person event, I will definitely have some of Stevie's popcorn because it's so good. It's like crack. I just, <laughs> I could eat it every night if I, if I uh, wanted to, although, you know, I don't because I need to have more nutrients in my life. But actually, after I broke my elbow, um, we were having a lot of popcorn because I was the main cook in our house. And so, and Stevie was just, you know, obviously having to do a lot more of the housework with me being out of commission. And so sometimes it was just easier to make some popcorn rather than make a whole dinner. So we actually had it a lot when I broke my elbow and it was so good. So, so good. Um, I'll post a picture of it next time that we have some, which, you know, probably be in the next couple of days. Let's be honest. Um, it actually, the next time we eat, it'll probably be before this podcast actually comes out. So I'll post a picture of it after the podcast comes out. So you can come over on Instagram and see what this amazing popcorn looks like. Um, and then of course, as always, I'm constantly eating sushi, everything. I love sushi. I could eat it every day. If I just had this popcorn and sushi and matcha lattes every day, add a little Chardonnay, like I would be a very, very, very happy woman. Okay. A couple more categories, what I am watching. So we have been watching more TV than I would prefer. Um, and that's really just been because, well, first my elbow was broken and then I got healed and started living a normal life again. And then uh, and then CV actually has a herniated disc. And so he's way less mobile than I was even right after my surgery when, uh, you know, right after my surgery when I broke my elbow. So we've been watching a lot more TV just because his mobility is really, really limited. And for a few weeks there, he was actually completely on bed rest. So some shows that we've been watching are, well, we love, love John Oliver last week tonight. Um, I just never really got super into Trevor Noah after Jon Stewart left. I think Trevor Noah is brilliant. Like, I think he's a smart guy. He's a great comedian, but I just never loved it the way I loved Jon Stewart. And then we lost Stephen Colbert. And so I'm like, oh, man, who's going to be my, where am I going to get my news from? And that person is John Oliver. He's so funny. He's so smart. Um, his his shows are just, I mean, just really, really smart humor. Um Obviously, it's not my only source of news, although I do make that joke. Um, Highly recommend if you like keeping up with politics, especially American politics. But I really like how he does a good job of talking about stories that aren't necessarily going to be in the headlines or the 24-hour news cycle. Like, yes, he does talk about 24-hour news cycle stuff, but he also, you know, highlights issues that don't necessarily make that cut or countries that 
never get talked about in mainstream American media. So I really appreciate that about his show and highly recommend it, especially if you're American. But I think others might appreciate it too, just because like he doesn't always just talk about American politics, although that certainly is the gist of his show. Um, I am also watching Gilmore Girls. Stevie does not watch Gilmore Girls with me. I have I did not watch Gilmore Girls when it was originally airing. And I have a love-hate relationship with it. I thought seasons three and four were terrible. Um, now I'm in season five and or maybe I'm back into season six and I think things are getting better. Rory drives me crazy. The, her relationship with her mother drives me crazy. Um, as someone who's helped a lot of women um, find love and, you know, break free of parents and maybe some codependent relationships. I'm like, oh my God, Roy, seriously, cut the umbilical cord. Um, but it's, you know, warm and fuzzy and feel good. So I enjoy watching it. Um, CB and I are also watching This Is Us. I don't need to say anything about it. It's amazing. I love it. If you're not watching it, go watch it. And I will just say one reason why I really love this show is that it really just so beautifully highlights a lot of the work that I do. You know, so I start working with a client and they're talking to me about Match or like this guy that ghosted or whatever. And within just a few minutes, they're on the phone in tears about something with their father that might have happened like 30, 40 years ago. And they're like, holy hell, where did that come totally out of left field? And This Is Us is really masterful, I think, at highlighting how we're playing out old childhood issues and old childhood wounds. Um, you follow the story of these this family from when they were adults and then when they were children. And you can just see the connections of how the adults are playing out unresolved issues from childhood. And it's so beautiful and masterful. And the acting is amazing. Um, can't recommend it enough. It's on Hulu um, if you don't have regular cable. And yes, just go watch it. That's all I have to say. And then recently, this is more recent, mostly probably just because TV has limited mobility. So we're like, what should we watch now? And so we're watching The Good Place, which if any of you all are watching The Good Place, please send me a message on Instagram or comment on the show notes because I we're in the middle of season two and I still don't know if I like the show. It's so weird. I've never seen a show like this. A friend recommended it to me and told me it was one of the best shows on TV right now. And so I was like, oh, well, it must be good. And she, I, I trust her opinion. She's watched a lot of really good shows and just has that kind of aptitude with, with TV. And I just, I don't know what to think about it. I don't know if I like it or don't like it. It's weird. It definitely makes me think, okay, am I being a good person or am I going to go to the bad place. It definitely makes me think about that sometimes, which maybe that's good. And maybe that's the point of the show. Um, But I just, I mean, there's definitely funny moments for sure. Um, It is supposed to be a comedy, but it's just so weird. So I really would love to talk about it with someone because (laughs) I just don't know what to think. Um, Okay, so that's what I'm watching. And the final categories, I just want to share what's going on in my business. And hopefully, probably none of this will be a huge surprise. So I have been behind the scenes running a brand new membership community that's called the Love Action Tribe, which is, well, it's a membership community for women who just don't want to go at this alone in terms of figuring out life as a single woman, but also finding love. And I call it the Love Action Tribe because it's super action oriented. I know so many women tell me that they kind of like, 
know what the issue is. Maybe they've gone to therapy or read some books or whatever, but they don't know actually how to make things happen in the real world. So it's called the Love Action Tribe because each Monday I'll send you an action step that will take you less than 30 minutes that will help you move the needle forward. And it's and the community is just amazing. I mean, they're so supportive of each other. We have a community coaching call and then a monthly new moon or full moon circle just to also keep that spiritual aspect of it going um, to allow like the manifesting and just feeling really mindful and conscious and really good about everything. And it's a beautiful, beautiful community. I've been running it kind of behind the scenes. You probably didn't hear about um, me opening a soft opening. I guess that would be the technical term for it. Um, I only opened it to women who were in the date yourself challenge this last round. So if you weren't in the date yourself challenge this last round, then you did not hear about it. Um, But you will hear about it this time because it is going to be opening again on May 2nd, I believe, whatever that Wednesday evening is. And I just couldn't be more excited to introduce this to you. I know a lot of you all have been really interested in coaching or the love incubator. And obviously, there's so much value in having all my eyes on your on on you and your love life or having the level of support that you get in the love incubator. And I certainly recommend, you know, making that investment if it's possible for you. But I know for many of you, um, it just may not be in the cards, or maybe you just kind of want to test some things out or see what this whole coaching thing is really about. And so the Love Action Tribe is a monthly membership fee. So it's, it's very low cost, it's less than going out for, you know, the price of dinner or price of a date or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's just a really, really great experience. And you just get so, so much value out of it. So you'll hear more about that over the next couple of weeks. Um, but also what's going on in my business is I'm running another date yourself challenge. And I'm so excited to be running another date yourself challenge. I reopened the date yourself challenge Facebook group last time and I'm opening up a brand new, fresh, clean Facebook group for it, this challenge. So it'll be open for about a month or so. The challenge itself is actually only a week, um, but I, I have it open beforehand and then just for a little bit afterwards, just as we settle back into quote unquote normal life. And the Date Yourself Challenge is just so, so fun. I created it a few years ago and since then, almost 5,000 women have gone through it. And it's an incredible experience. If you haven't, if you have gone through the Date Yourself Challenge, you can't do this kind of work enough. And if it's been a while and you want to refresher, then please make sure you join us. And I've changed it a lot since, you know, if you did it like a year ago, or whenever the last time you did it, it's it's changed a lot. So I highly recommend um, joining us. I've got, I dig a little bit deeper in the dates because I think that's really the kind of work that you need to do in order to, in order to find love. So when you join the Date Yourself Challenge, you'll get five daily dates for you to have with yourself so that you can attract the relationship you truly, truly dream of into your life. Each challenge is super simple. It'll only take a few minutes to complete. So time can't be an excuse. Money can't be an excuse. It's totally free. And if you do these challenges, you won't be able to avoid but having more fun and ease in dating and finding love. And as soon as you sign up, you'll get the link to join our private community. So make sure that you do that. You can join from the welcome email or from the thank you page as soon as you sign up. So it really is immediate. And the community part, I think, is always a fan favorite. Um, And if you think, you know, if you're not really dating right now, or you're kind of 
on hiatus or not really sure what to do, I just want to share that, you know, doing this kind of work is perfect when you're on a break. Um, You can obviously do this work if you're actively dating, but a lot of times people say, oh, Veronica, I can't really do the work that you're talking about or work with you because I'm not dating now. Like, no, 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 this is actually a really good time to do this kind of work so that when you do go back out and date again, it's not going to be the same, same old bullshit over and over again. And again, it's totally free. And it's one of the most supportive and inspiring community of women on the planet who are looking to call in love. So to join, all you have to do is head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. And the link will also be in the show notes, which is veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 116. And again, the link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. All right, I can't wait to get to know you in the Facebook group. So make sure you say hello, introduce yourself once you're there. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.